1: All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. We're going to lead things off today with a uh, question from Dr. Mark. We haven't gotten a Dr. Mark question in here in a while. Uh, Both of us can answer this one here, but but Brian, based off of the list you have of guys you've cut, so get your cut Mm -hmm. list ready here, okay? Mm -hmm. Who is the one player you have the Cowboys releasing that you will think end up having the best career? Now, maybe that doesn't mean a star career, but the guy you think, hey, this guy maybe has a chance to figure it out. I still think that he'll contribute somewhere.
0: You got somebody in mind right off the jump so I can look through my list.
1: So if Kelvin Joseph figures out his off the field issues, if Kelvin Joseph gets that stuff straight, he can play football. Like he's got the talent. Um, You know, I I don't doubt that somebody somewhere is going to give Will Greer another shot um, Mm -hmm. and give him a chance to contribute in some form or fashion. Uh, they're so heavy along the D-line that I could see one of these guys being a a contributor somewhere else as a rotational or like a, a, a spot rusher. Um, but, you know, if Jabril Cox is a guy that genuinely does get released and he just needs a fresh start, he still has a skill set as a cover guy, and he displayed it at times during this camp. I think a, a bad team that needs some linebacker d- depth that'll just throw him out there and let him get some reps in, uh, Jabril Cox could be a decent contributor for somebody this year.
0: I kind of feel like Malik Davis would be this guy for me. I kind okay. of feel like, I feel like that Malik Davis, as he goes to a team, you know, he's, they're going to have to work on the pass protection stuff. He catches the ball well enough. He's a tough guy. He runs hard between the tackles. Uh, he can bounce the ball to the outside. I kind of feel like if he goes to the right situation, that uh, maybe that he could be a guy that, like, in week seven, all of a sudden, oh, look, Malik Davis had 128 yards rushing and it helped the Buccaneers beat the Saints, you know, in week seven kind of a game. You know, yeah. I, I, that that would be him. And maybe even – and this is going to sound weird because I don't think he runs great, but maybe Dennis Houston. You know, if Dennis Houston were to go and get an opportunity for somebody, yeah, I maybe – him getting more work, more look. I know he was a guy that was on the roster last year, but I kind of feel like that if he went somewhere and he was the sixth guy that maybe, or he could be active for a game or two. I think he catches the ball really, really well. I just don't think he runs very fast, but his routes and awareness and all that stuff is pretty darn good.
1: Yeah. And look, I mean, if Matt Farniak is the guy that they end up cutting, Farniak is a guy who can play all five positions. He's a good athlete. Mm-hmm. He's somebody right. who, with OL depth being what it is across the league, yeah. he could find another job and, and probably yeah. get some spot starts along the way. He, at times, playing here at the NFL level, has filled in and, and had some good reps during regular season games over the last two years. Right. It's not always right. been great, but, I mean, there have been times where he's absolutely gotten some good reps in. So a lot of good names here, uh, like Stephen Jones told you guys. It's the hardest roster to cut down in the history of the NFL. Uh, Brian, next question here from vice captain 30. He says, uh, how do you think Michael Gallup is going to do in the West coast offense? It feels like the receivers need to be real quick and precise with their cuts, which Gallup, of course, as we know, one of Gallup's big strengths is the, the seven, eight, nine routes. Like it's it, that's where he does a lot of his damage. He, he's good at tracking the deep balls. Um, he's got a good catch radius. You know, he, that's kind of his, his bread and butter. So is Michael Gallup going to have a lot of success in this, you know, hard timing, you know, quick strike slants type of offense?
0: Yeah, I think it's with Michael. It's I don't think that's going to be a huge problem. But there are times where you will see him when he runs inside routes. He will fight the ball. You know, he will fight. You know, you know, whether it's the positioning or the contact. Uh, he, I've always felt like that Michael was better outside the numbers. You know the things like you say the nines, the outs. You know maybe the 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 things deeper down the stuff field, on
1: the sideline. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's because he's he's really good at high point in the ball. He's really good at uh, the contorting his body in order to come down in a small space. So yeah, the inside stuff might not be to his strength. Stuff along the sidelines, stuff in, outside the numbers. I think. That will be his his calling card. He'll kind of leave some of the other stuff uh, to uh, you know with cooks and then with Lamb and those guys maybe for more of the inside stuff. But that you'll see that from them and maybe Gallup is more a down the field guy or to the sideline.
1: Uh, next question here from Josh Weaver: Who is the first offensive lineman off the bench in the event of an injury? So obviously that would probably matter. Where is the injury?
0: Who well you got.
1: Guy- What's happening? Well you've, got,
0: well, you've got awesome Richards that you know can play tackle and play guard. So, you know, Eric,
1: Eric Chiafalo asked me this in the pregame yesterday, and I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't believe you weighed in on it, but I'm curious if Tyron Smith were to go down, obviously, like right now, it looks like the offensive line is Steele and Tyron playing the tackles. The guards are Tyler Smith and Zach Martin. The center is Tyler Biotis. If Tyron Smith were to go down at left tackle, is it bounce Ty- Tyler Smith outside? Tyron goes down at left tackle. Bounce Tyler Smith out to left tackle, plug in a guard, or keep Tyler at left guard and plug in an awesome Richards or someone like that. What would you do? I think
0: the, I think they I think they want to keep the front of that pocket as solid as they can. You know, I think they want to keep I I because I, the it depends on how much you really love T J Bass. Because T J Bass, if he had to go in and play, is going to maul and brawl and be that kind of guy, belly to belly blocker, going to be tough and all that hard guy to move. If you believe in him that much, you could kick Smith outside and get away with playing him at guard. Did
1: you, think, I just got, kind of, did you think Bass ahead. was better playing on the right side than the left? I felt like when I watched him take reps at right guard, I thought it was better than left guard.
0: Yeah. I, I can't go there. I just feel like these kind of, one of those, I, I don't think
1: he was bad. He, I just, I felt like, it no, was he just, right whatever
0: guard. you put him in, he just kind of plays and yeah. he's, he's just he's you know I saw if you believe in metrics and all those things I think it was pro football had uh, was it pro football focus he didn't give up a pressure this preseason and yeah. man, that guy played a ton of snaps so maybe maybe the best best remedy would be to put him at guard and then kick Tyler Smith to the outside that might it might be better than having I I was trying to figure out if Bass was my sixth or seventh lineman is what I was trying to figure out. You know,
1: I mean, he very well could be. Now, obviously, Bass is not going to play center. Bass is not going to play tackle. So, I mean, but but you know, they need to try and work
0: with him. They need to try and work with him maybe a little bit. You know, when like if he gets to run scout team stuff and things like that. Let him play a little center, you know, let him try and snap the ball and see what, see what you got there in that, that period.
1: Uh, Last question here from Ben MacArthur. And I think this is a good one because we haven't talked about this enough. Um, He says, what happened with Chauncey Golston? Seemed to be on a promising track. Haven't heard much all Mm -hmm. preseason. Um, Some people, it looks like, don't even have him on the 53-man roster. I think Chauncey Golston's on, like just without going through and doing my yeah. 53 yet, I think he's on. Mm-hmm. But they had high expectations for Chauncey Golston. They thought they had gotten a steal in the third round well in 2021. And I think there is, there there's a little bit of, you know, building tension of like, okay, it's time to, it, it's time it's It time wouldn't hitting.
0: surprise yeah. me. It wouldn't surprise me if he got released. It wouldn't be shocking.
1: I don't think it's likely, but I wouldn't be. Scared. I don't think it's likely
0: either, but it's just, it's, you're right. He they talked about him. He flashed playing as that under tackle or that three technique. And there's been some like games where he's just been kind of okay. You know, there were some, and he played. I think in the second, the Seattle game, man, he played well into the fourth in that game, I believe. And so, you know, it's. I I think the I think that that the uh, the love for him was I think initially it was in the right place. Right now, I think there's a little bit more questions about you know about him playing uh, as, but who is going to back up Osa? That's the question you have to. Who is the backup three right now? You know, Osa Osa I think is going to be really good, but they're going to need somebody to step up in that under tackle or that three, and I think it's going to have to be Golston.
1: That does it for us here today on the love of the star podcast. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening every week. Again, we have roster cut downs on Tuesday and we're getting into regular season mode now. So that means we're getting uh, pretty close to three episodes a week. Uh, So I, I believe uh, we will have another episode for you. I would guess Wednesday morning will be the next one uh, reacting to the initial round of cuts. It uh, might be Wednesday afternoon if we just decide to see waiver wire first, just kind of see where mm-hmm. things kind of go and get some changes. Uh, but either way, uh, the next time the Cowboys play football, it'll be real football on the road against the New York Giants for week one, Sunday night football. Uh, It should be exciting. And we can't wait to cover it with you guys all season long. For Brian Braddis, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys later.